0: So I'm really excited to, to share this conversation that I had with Justin Jackson. Um, he reached out a couple weeks ago. Turns out he used to use Upscribe, and he told me why he stopped and why he feels like a lot of people um, are no longer using Medium and, and finding less need for a tool like Upscribe. Um, so yeah, so so here it is. Initially,
1: a lot of us jumped on Medium because it was helping us get more reach so like when jason freed switched and from blogging to medium it was like oh wow there's something here and a lot of us had already noticed this it was like it was like uh uh this other thing we could crank like hacker news like okay Hacker News is getting more competitive. What's the next thing that's going to drive a ton of views to the stuff we write. And, um, and it was like, as soon as they introduced that new membership option, it was like, this is not worth doing anymore. Uh, Because I think one thing, a lot of the, I'm not sure who your customers are, but the Jason Cohen's and Ryan Hoover and me, I think, one thing we probably don't talk about is that we want a platform that we can get significant traction on and often that means you know initially these algorithms like the medium algorithm there was a trick to getting more and more to basically getting featured on the home page right and uh, a lot of us were leveraging that and when that disappeared the magnet that was medium kind of like it wasn't as magnetic anymore. We weren't as attracted to it because it wasn't helping us get what we wanted, which was we want a bunch of folks. And now it was way more editorialized. They were choosing who was going to be on the homepage. Um, And so, uh, you know, we, we stopped spending as much time there. And I think, uh, yeah, it depends on who your customers are. Like if if your customers are these writers that are trying to be professional um, medium writers mm-hmm. and they're making money on medium right now, um, but they want to build their own audience at the same time, that could make sense if there's a lot of those people. But it feels like in the absence of this group that... Um, is strongly attracted to the magnetism of medium, uh it's gonna be hard to sell Upscribe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the the customers are um pretty pretty much all over the place. It's I've got brands like um like Invision and uh um, and uh like Convert was on there and a segment within We Work uses it. And so there's a lot of like bigger okay. companies and and they uh and they're the ones that have always found the most value because they've they're writing great content and so mm-hmm. people are going to subscribe.
1: Yeah. And and I've they're found... still
0: using Medium as their primary tool. So so they're, those companies and brands and and even like more well-known writers like um uh well like yourself. Josh Pigford was using it early on and he was mm-hmm. I, I think he was one of the he was definitely in the first wave of people that just started realizing this isn't working. And so he was, so he left and I had reached Mm -hmm. out and chatted with him about that. And from Mm -hmm. that point on those bigger brands and, and well-known authors uh, were, have been slowly switching away. Mm -hmm. Um, The tricky part for me has been there's, there's just as much, if not more new writers that are coming in and they're Mm -hmm. like signing up for Upscribe every day and it's organic, but they're not as willing to pay because they're not going to, they're not going to get the same value. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the same commercial value. Yeah. So it's been tricky. So I've been trying to work with pricing and, and stuff like that, but ultimately I, I want to solve a, a larger problem, hopefully with the same customer base. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, how do I, how do I do that? That's kind of my next.
1: Yeah. And then this is kind of what like Derek Reimer is starting these static kits have you looked at those yet
0: yes yeah yeah
1: and it it does feel like man it's just not super magnetic like it's not like um it's not the so there is a challenge with the the forms that convertkit and mailchimp and all these companies give you are really crappy and and modifying them um they give you all this like spaghetti um spaghetti code Mm -hmm. and they're hard to like implement if you want to customize everything Mm -hmm. and so he's kind of going after that and that feels like something you could probably go after you have these you know beautiful forms that can be embedded kind of anywhere um the challenge is i just don't think that that's magnetic enough it doesn't feel like there's enough people in motion looking for that solution and the people that are in motion like for example me if i was if i was going to use something like that it would be like just a one time thing like okay give me the form code and i'll figure it out or whatever yeah i'm trying to think of what what you could offer with the existing customer base
0: that would be that magnetic yeah i've uh, um i've kind of uh and now and i'm i'm uh i'm definitely more of a maker so my tendency is to want to just build things mm-hmm. so in the last few months i've tried um pop-ups i've tried um, i've tried to focus on land, the landing page uh side of things um, and a bunch of different de- bunch of different features that just didn't get the the same like didn't get enough traction. And people were using yeah. them but it's just not. And even like sending you can send email from within Upscribe and some people are using oh, okay. that. I actually had a call with uh Corey Haynes at um at Barometrics and he was talking. Yeah. he was just talking about helping me uh we were we were looking at restructuring the pricing and he was just one of the things he said was just the companies that he's observed that are doing really well double down on just a couple features, so they know exactly mm-hmm. what's working, and they just focus on those after that, I kind of went in and removed a bunch of the features um, mm-hmm.
1: i think I think that's a common thing that gets said, but I think it's actually that it misses there's some correlation there, but there's no causation, meaning products that have something that people really want that focus on a few features do better, but products that just have a few features that don't really uh, don't aren't really dry there's no drive from people those don't do incredibly well right uh, and so I, I mean looking at your numbers, you've got really good numbers uh in a lot of ways, right like you're you've hit uh is is this accurate what's on open metrics? Yes. Yeah. You've hit an you've hit uh a mark that most people never hit, right? Like you're you're at a $60,000 annual run rate. That's that's pretty good.
0: Um like solo it, founder? It is uh like it's it's one kind of one of those things where um uh i'm like I'm really proud of where it's at and and mm-hmm. I think if I look at it as a side hustle, it's like this is awesome, mm-hmm. but the the pace that it's taken the time that it's taken to get to this point is is double the average, and so the hard part is getting to this place and i'm um mm-hmm. I'm starting to spend more time with uh networking with people that are a lot more experienced than me. And they're just saying like, Josh, like, uh, like Calvier Sandu, uh, he's in the mega maker and he's one of the, one of the guys I've been meeting with. And he's just like, the, the problem is, is, uh, is like we can build anything. Mm-hmm. Are, are we working on the right thing? And, and so, yeah. So that's been the struggle for me is I'm, I'm really proud of where it's at and I've learned a ton. Um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of, I'm at, I'm at a point and I think it's been like a, it's been clear in kind of the little podcast uh, that I need to be real about what this is and whether Mm -hmm. it's something I can pivot or something I just need to be continue to do on the side, you know?
1: Yeah. I think, I don't think it's something you're going to be able to crank up to. You're not going to be able to double or triple MRR um, with the product, the way it is right now because there's just not enough magnetism to that thing. And the danger with trying to pivot something like this is that you then have this solution that you're like shopping around for uh, a problem, right? You're like looking for a problem somewhere. And you, what you want is to identify the problem and then build the solution but shopping around an existing solution and saying, okay, there's gotta be a fit for this somewhere, right? There's gotta be a peg that fits in this hole and it, you can just spend a lot of time uh, figuring that out. And you're already starting to get back on that treadmill because <laughs> you're building other stuff. And then you're like, okay, come on. There's gotta be, you're, you're, you're shopping your solution around looking for people who have problems where it should be the other way around. People with problems should be shopping for your solution. And I think the benefit you have is you felt this once. You felt, here's this this thing that has a ton of magnetism. Like there's a lot of people using medium and then they hit this wall, which is I can't get email subscribers on this thing like I did on my other site. And like, I don't, I don't even think I heard about it on Product Done. I think I saw somebody else using it, and I was like, how did they do that, right? It, it just, you can see it spreads in a way that um, is ideal, really, when there's a lot of magnetism, like where people want the end goal, and then the actual, like, way to get there, which in this case is medium, is, like, really hopping, and people are using it but you've also seen the other side of this which is existing platform they can change things anytime they want they could kick you off anytime they could like there's all sorts of things that they could do um and i think to like really ratchet that up and crank it up to 10k or 15k or 20k would be hard Uh, but on the other hand i'm like this is an awesome thing that you created that, like just in terms of you being able to be proud of it and go, this is like like 99% of people who try what you've tried never get to this point. And so to be just happy with like, okay, I got to this point, this is great. But if I'm going to get to the next level, it would have to be, it's gonna have to be something else. Um, there might be someone that wants to buy it because it's, it is pretty consistent. You've had, you know, you know, MRR is kind of flat, but you know, it's been going for two years now. And I think you could guess that it's kind of like you, you've gotten to see this thing happen in real life. Like medium made this big splash and then there's companies like envision that were using it and, they'll probably stick around until they make a big change. Like your churn will probably be like, you'll have consistent churn every month. And eventually, you know, these big companies will switch to something else and then you'll, you know, you'll, it won't exist anymore. But when you, when that initial splash happened, you were able to like grow the, you know, grow the market and kind of grab it. And now you've got it. and it's probably going to just like slowly go away, I think. So somebody might want to buy it. Um, if they, you know, they, they wanted to just have this little thing that's going to keep going for a while, or you could keep it and have a nice little side thing that, um, I mean, as far as side things go, that's a pretty sweet one. Like that, that it's consistent. It's going to, degrade slowly over time.
0: So to kind of circle back, I I guess I kind of have three three different routes here I can try and sell. Mhm. I can yeah. uh look at this as a a side project and and start something new, just go somewhere else. Yeah. Um or um or I can try and um Maybe pivot is the wrong word. Uh, Go to the customers that I have and see if there's a new solution that I can Mm -hmm. build for them. Yeah. And on
1: that one, I think you should do that anyway because you have some really cool customers. And so doing, it's not, it, it might not be difficult for you to get some time with someone at, Whoever your favorite customers are, whether if it's Envision or um, just a really cool personality or whatever, to talk to those folks and go, um, you know, what else is going on? In, in, you, not exactly that. It's more like I would be asking them lots of questions. Hey, what 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 are the projects are you working on right now? Uh, What's another tool you guys just picked up? Why did you pick it up? Uh, when's the last time you switched from one provider to another? What are some challenges you're having, like, at this stage? What what's, uh, what's kind of stopping you right now? Or just even observing, like, I would be looking at what they're doing. Like, okay, so they've got this, what's going on here? You know, they've got this expert advice. Um, so they're doing... Oh, like a video podcast. That's interesting. The things that they're doing, that they're actively doing, you can start to, you can start to see, okay, so what do they get out of this, right? Like what's the, what's the benefit for them? They're trying to stay top of mind. They've got lots of competition now. Uh, design system manager. So this is a new product. These are the kinds of things I would be just kind of observing. And what you're looking for is a really sticky problem that has there's a, like a lot of magnetism, a lot of motion, a lot of momentum that you could capitalize on. If these are the kinds of customers you want, right? Right, right. Like wh- okay. Where where are they having where are they having trouble? Mhm. And where, like, what are they doing? Like, I would go to their Twitter account and say, Are they promoting stuff on their Medium account? Or are they promoting something new? They're doing some events. And uh, the other question always is, uh, <laughs> Do you want to do this at all? Because it is. <laughs> I, I mean, the it depends on what you want. Uh, how do I stop sharing this thing? Um, yeah, stop sharing. It really depends on what you want. Like, it seems you've now, you've got a great portfolio piece. If you did ever want to work for somebody else, Upscribe is an awesome uh, resume. Like, it looks great. Did you build this all yourself?
0: Um, the I functionally, I did use a a, a design template uh, and I've taken the elements and, and kind of uh, and and kind of tweaked it, but mm-hmm. um, but I've built a, like the form builder I built in Vue.js JS and everything. And
1: I mean, um, I for an indie product, it looks really good. And even the way you do um, like this integrations page is brilliant. Just super simple. Really quickly communicates what this is for, how you use it. It's just it's awesome, and so it that that could be another um thing to think about is you know, there could be a company that would pay you way more money than you're making right now to do more stuff like this. If you really want to have your own business, uh, and you're willing to sign up for that world of pain, then you should do it because it, it it it's hard to kind of deny that in yourself but if you're just like ah oh, no i just want to make a bunch more money um there are probably easier ways to make a bunch more money
0: yeah yeah i i uh i hear you it's definitely it's the the flexibility it's the being able to run the vision and and run the show mm-hmm. um and design my own kind of lifestyle, and, uh, and I, I know as a like I'm a full stack Laravel and full stack Ruby on Rails because my day job we do it's, it's rails it's a Rails shop there. Mm-hmm. So I know I can make a lot more money as a, a developer, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more opportunity uh, there's a lot of opportunity there, uh, but but yeah, the it's definitely I love software, I love the subscription, the recurring revenue model. And, mm-hmm. uh, and this is definitely what, uh, what I want to do. So it is, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The other thing to think about is, um, is maybe you do want to just go after a different market and, um, and build something for, for like build something for developers, build something for, uh, Laravel shops, build something for Rails shops, build something for whatever other markets you're exposed to. Um, and there's tons of, like, one of the advantages of being employed is you get to observe all day. How do we make purchasing decisions? Like, what were the last three thi- How big is your team?
0: Uh, 15, 16. So what's the last product you guys bought? I think it was Rike. Okay. Which project management software? There's a whole there's a whole world yeah. there, and it. What I did mean, you there's, switch from. We switched from Trello, but half mm-hmm. the team can't stand working in Rike, so we mm. still use Trello, gotcha. and Rike. I I would be, like, in your position,
1: you can observe clients and why they buy, what they buy, what what is driving their behavior, what do they want. Like what, what's the actual underlying, you know, practical and emotional reasons. I mean, for medium, a lot of it was emotional. People just wanted that feeling of having a big audience. And, and that could be even a lot of Nathan Berry's crowd too. Maybe a lot of those folks are just like, they don't even, they, they they want a business, but really the feeling of having an audience is enough and that's what's driving the behavior, right? Or, you know, then you've got companies like Envision and it's like, no, this is like something we actually need to do for bottom line. But I would be observing your own office, you know, okay, what before Reich, what did we buy? Why did we buy it? What was the discussion around it? Um, And then for clients, like, what are they buying? What are they asking for? Uh, What's something that we'll never build, but clients would want for sure
0: right 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 yeah man
1: well let's chat again anytime let me know if you want to do another call
0: yeah thank thanks so much Justin. this has been like super valuable thanks so much for the the time you spent here and build your SaaS has been amazing i've been going back and listening through product people now too and oh no <laughs> uh, it's it's awesome because it's it's early days but it's also like listening to Nathan Barry talk about the like I'm thinking about ConvertKit I'm, you know this yeah. idea I have that you know we'll see where it goes it's just like what what yeah. are you talking about yeah so yeah so it's been I lo- I really like cool
1: perspective when you can look back on some of that stuff you realize that just this bunch of humans just trying to figure stuff out right all so right thanks
0: so much yeah if you're ever in the area let me know absolutely that would be, be great make sure you check out Justin Jackson on Twitter it's M-I-Justin um, also JustinJackson.ca there's some great content on there uh, that's been really helpful and inspiring to me and, and tons of other people uh, also check out Transistor.fm it's the, the company that he's working on right now and I would love your feedback on the podcast what's working what what should I change so tweet at me at GettingToRamen would love to hear from you